0: hello and welcome to you are the salt a podcast for christian female leaders and entrepreneurs whether you're starting out in your business or career or already on that path and that journey i believe this podcast can be the source of encouragement you have been looking for with your host as always louie Luaya. Hi everybody and welcome back to the podcast. So today I'm joined by Dr. Henry Magala. I generally refer to him as uncle, but for the purpose of this podcast, I will refer to him as Dr. Henry Magala or Dr. Magala. And I thought it'd be great to have him on because he has been working for about 35 years, guys. That's probably older than most of the people listening to this podcast. And he's got so much wisdom and so much knowledge to to impart on all of us that are starting careers or have been working for about, you know, five to 10 years. I thought it'd be great to bring him on and just find out more about his working journey. I thought before we get into it, I thought it'd be great for you to introduce yourself.
1: Okay, my name is uh, Dr. Henry Ngala. Uh, I live in Zambia, uh, in um, the what's known as the Copper Belt Province, in a lovely small town called Kitwe. I've uh, been Yeah, I've been working as uh, an orthopedic surgeon for many years, Um, and I'm a Christian. I came to know the Lord many, many years ago, and I also serve as an elder in one of our local churches here.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. It would be great to know about how your faith guided you through your career.
1: Yeah, I, I became a Christian when I was in high school. So by the time I was going to university, I was still a Christian. And when I graduated, I I, I continued in my faith. Now, one of the things that uh, earlier on, I made a resolve uh, about was the fact that I am above everything else, a Christian first. Uh, I'm a Christian who happens to be a doctor and not a doctor who happens to be a Christian. So my faith was paramount. My faith was first. And um, being aware of my Christian calling as being uh, the most important thing was the one important thing that uh, guided me throughout my career.
0: I think I love that. I love that you said that you were a Christian who happened to be a doctor rather than a doctor that happened to be a Christian. Can you make that distinction, just for people that might not have caught that?
1: Yes, uh, basically what I mean is that everything that I am or have been is because I'm a Christian. And everything else that I become or became was really secondary. And so what was more important in my perception of things in my attitude, in my worldview, uh, was based on Christian principles because that's what I am at the core of me is the fact that I'm a believer a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: So throughout your career, you've probably had key moments that really stood out to you regarding your faith. Are there any that you would like to share with the audience?
1: Well, several, uh, several moments, uh, and several moments come to mind, but perhaps let me just speak uh, on one of them, was that many years ago, I had a lady, an elderly lady, who had broken her her hip. And, uh, you know, being in Africa, the implants that are needed to fix a fracture are not easily available. So... I saw before me a, patient, a person who needed help and I didn't have what I needed to use in my hospital at that time. Then I remembered that uh, there's a, a hospital not too far from here where I had done some work and there was this particular uh, uh, instrument that I needed, it was there and I had seen it and I knew where I had put it. So. I made every effort to go to that hospital and uh, looked for that particular um, implant and found it and talked to the authorities there. And I was able to, to, to use that, uh, you know, that particular thing on this lady. It meant me going out of my way, you know, really going out of my way to, to go to, you know, to drive out of my hospital, go to this other hospital and, and look for this. So, I mean, for me, before me was this lady who needed help. And and then um, days later, I discovered that actually her son was a good friend of mine. And, you know, in a sense that moved me to tears, you know, because uh, I I didn't know that, that, you know, she, she, she was my friend's mother, but I really went out of my way because for me, Uh, what drove me to do what I, you know, to do everything that I could possibly do was because here's a lady who who I didn't know I was meeting for the first time, but who needed help. Now, you know, that's an incident that, again, just confirmed the fact that I need to be a Christian above everything else. I don't have to see somebody because of who they are or their status but to look at a human being every human being mm-hmm. as needing um, special care no matter who they are no matter their background and so on and and that's just one of the things that that um, I recall, among many other you know incidences uh, that uh, um, you know among other moments that uh, in a sense my faith was challenged
0: Mm, like a key part of what you're saying is the fact that similar to what Jesus said we have to kind of be have a servant heart and you really just kind of went out of your way to help that lady did whatever it took without knowing who she was and actually it was great that in the end it was somebody that you knew but you didn't have to do that but you chose to do that which I think is such a good testament to people especially people that don't believe in Jesus when they see somebody going out of their way I feel like it really it just really warms people's hearts. As you were talking, it was just making me think. Like, what is it like being um, a doctor or working in healthcare as a Christian? Because in the UK, you're not allowed to pray with patients. You're not allowed to really talk about faith. Has that ever been an aspect within the health industry? There,
1: yeah, not 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 in our circumstances, in our setup, uh, it's it's not. Uh, it's, it's that's not an issue uh, because many patients and many. You know, many Zambians would uh, associate themselves with uh, Christianity in particular. Mm-hmm. And so we've not had that challenge. Obviously, as uh, somebody who's been around, you are conscious that you, you are called to treat patients. And so you you do find opportunities when you can share your faith in certain times. But it's not something that you struggle to do. Because, in fact, the patients themselves would love to have somebody who they can pray with, somebody who can share the word of God with them.
0: Christian doctors, you need to go to Zambia. (laughs) Save souls. I think that's really awesome. Do you have an example, like a situation where that happened? That would be quite cool to know.
1: Yes, there have been many moments when um, you're dealing with somebody who's who's terminally ill. And um, they uh, they are struggling with facing the fact that you know there will be no more you know soon. And uh, I've had opportunities like that. And sometimes what I do is that uh, to give them privacy is that I have invited perhaps a couple who are going through to my office uh, instead of being on the ward where there are many other patients and just you know, help them to realize that uh, life uh, is short, but then you need to be ready to die, that all of us are going to die. And I've had opportunities like that where I help them uh, to understand the situation, but also to help them to get ready in regards to, you know, their family, but also to point to them that ultimately, you know you need to be ready to face your god and i've had some opportunities like that
0: wow that is such a difficult like conversation i don't know how i yeah i'm not made for that <laughs> i think that's such a difficult conversation but i think it's so good to have somebody who has a hope to have that conversation with someone who's dying you know yeah
1: one of the one of the things that i have learned over the years is that uh, it when you uh, perhaps are aware that that's the way you know things are going to get to you you will have a time you have an opportunity even it might not be a long time but first of all to make friends with them mm-hmm. but once you have made friends with them then it is much easier for them to listen to you mm. and uh, even though you, you you're breaking uh, very bad news but you it, it is easier uh, when you have developed some level of a relationship, Mm. Uh, for you to be able to tell them and obviously you you are not uh callous about it you 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 are you are showing a concern and a love for them and and it makes it easier when you have uh become you know some you've become friends of some sort
0: Mm, definitely definitely okay obviously when you were starting out well I don't know I'm assuming you probably had goals that you wanted to achieve what were some of those things that you wanted to achieve in your career? And do you feel like you have done everything you wanted to that you set out to do?
1: It's, it's a difficult question uh, because I'm not sure whether I'm answering it correctly. But um, I think that when I, even be- before I trained as a doctor and even before I became an orthopedic surgeon, I I, I, I did medicine. I had already been a Christian, but my desire was that I could help people out.
0: Mm.
1: And that that was enough for me, you know, that I could help people with. I know that uh, when you advance in your career, uh, there are certain things that you want to achieve career-wise. For example, in my field, perhaps you want to do some surgery, some heroic surgery that will be talked about or maybe written about. Um, but um, I think for me, the, the greatest uh, pleasure was to put a smile on my patient, to have a patient uh, come perhaps on a wheelchair or on a bed and they walk out and turn around and say, thank you. Mm. And I think that, that that's just always made my day Uh, to have helped somebody who who came in needing help and they are better, they're able to go back to their profession, to their career, to go back home in a better state than than they were when they first came. So I, I think that that's in a sense to me that was a great achievement, no matter how small it was, but to put a smile back on somebody who perhaps felt Uh, hopeless and helpless Uh, there are many of my patients you know because I I deal with limbs a lot who come and say look I thought uh, that was the end I would never walk again Mm -hmm. and to see them walking perhaps without crutches for me that's that's what and I look back now as I draw close to retirement and to I look back and I'm satisfied Uh, I may never have done you know big big operation but to just have seen and seen many of my patients, you know, go back home uh, smiling and grateful that they are able, they are now able to go back to society and continue what they were doing. That, that, that is the greatest achievement for me.
0: I think that's amazing. I think, yeah, that story of helping somebody who couldn't walk thinking that they would never be able to walk, be able to walk. That's amazing. And, yeah I don't know so I've asked you this question but when I think of myself like I guess it's just helping people as well that I want to do but I'm kind of like god give me the blueprint and I'll and I'll follow it so obviously you're retiring soon and Mm -hmm. how do you feel about that like how do you feel about retirement you know what do you feel like is happening in this season you know what are your plans going forward
1: yeah, um, feelings, a bit of mixed feelings, <laughs> I must say. Uh, you know, on one hand, I, I look forward to, to rest. I mean, it's been a, a gruesome, you know, mm-hmm. 30 years plus of work and work and work. And one thing about uh, practicing surgery is that uh, sense in which you always carry work home because you've done some surgery and your mind, even though you're at home, your mind is in the hospital, you know, almost all the time. Um, so you carry such a burden almost all the time. And then in my circumstance, you are on call like 24-7. Uh, any time wow, 24-7. Oh my
0: goodness. Yeah, yeah,
1: any time of the day you yeah. are required to to be at the hospital. For many years, I worked as the only orthopedic surgeon between two hospitals, and so you know, I, I worked and worked and worked. Mm. So you know, you you look. You're forward still looking to young,
0: that. uncle. You're still looking young. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot. So you yeah. you know you, you look forward to when you can um, you know sleep you know comfortably not knowing that any time, you know, the phone might ring or that you have to go to the hospital. So I've got used to that routine. I don't know how I'll cope. I'll Mm -hmm. probably wake up one of these days. (laughs) You'll be having a
0: dream that you've had. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But on the other hand, um, I think that uh, I I am prepared. I I, I think that I have been thinking about it for many years and I'm adequately prepared. So I will rest from medical practice, but I think that I still have some, you know, strength, and I think I will, I will have more time uh, to to serve the Lord. I am a preacher, I preach a lot, you know, and I speak a lot at various conferences and so on. So I have more time uh, to do that. Um, I, I look forward to be a, being able to have more time to prepare my sermons and to preach a bit, a, a bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of my work, there were times when I get an invitation and say, look, sorry, I can't because I have this and that and that. So I have more time, certainly, to be able to preach. That's- but also, I hope that I can begin to write a couple of books
0: I was yeah, actually thinking so, that I was like, yeah, that would be perfect to yeah. Talk I, more
1: about I've, your I've life. had, a, yeah, I've had a, a few thoughts in my mind, uh, so I, I hope that I can, I can write. Uh, perhaps I can write some Christian literature, some written mm. Christian books, uh, yeah. maybe one or two. Yeah,
0: and even like just me personally, I love books that are like also just about people's lives and how God use them through their life or like their testimony, stuff like that. I love, I love stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you have loads of properties as well. Are you planning to do any property management or...
1: Any, sorry, I didn't get that.
0: Property management?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I think that uh, that's, uh, that's something that I have no option. Uh, quite a bit of <laughs> it has been done by, yeah. uh, by, by my wife, but I think I need to help her when I, uh, when I finish i have no option because uh, that's what we have invested in and that's what we hope we can live on uh, in in our setup in in africa and in zambia in particular uh, i think that that's the best investment you you can do uh, because property in this part of the world generally appreciates with time uh, at least you know for now but also it you are able to some extent receive almost uh, a passive income. Mm-hmm. So you're basically just sitting and um, you, you're getting your rentals from it. So because I know that as one gets older, you, you, you don't have much strength mm-hmm. to be able to do, uh, perhaps go to the farm or to do something active, actively. So I will definitely be involved because I think by the time I retire, we may not have completed what we set out to do, which is not much. I think we've done most of uh, what we ought to have done, but there's still a little bit that needs to be done. So I will do that as well.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So you said um, so when I was visiting you in Zambia, we we're just having a conversation, and you were like, "I really want to finish on a high." So, what does finishing on a high look like for you?
1: Well, you know, uh, finishing on a high um, means to me uh, to finish with a good testimony. Mm, uh, I man. think to borrow uh, to borrow, uh, 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 I think a phrase from. from Uh, From the world, they say that it's better to retire or resign while people are still cheering. Yeah. (laughs) So you know what I mean is that uh, you look uh, uh, to finish with a good testimony and 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 continue serving the Lord, uh, to continue to be faithful, to continue to be to finish when I can look back and say, look, I have run the race. You know, I have done what I ought to have done. I think to me uh, to have uh, in some way uh, been been a message in my life of uh, the love and kindness of God. That, that 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 is it. You know, that's all that I, I you know I long for that, uh, than than anything else. Yeah, oh, that's
0: awesome. Yeah. Okay, so before we close. Um, I would love you just to think back to when you were first starting. That young Dr. Magala, probably you can even think of your son. <laughs> you can think of Lulu. Um, starting out and what would you tell the younger you knowing what you know now? What, would you, what words of advice would you leave with yourself?
1: Yeah, I think that um, you know when you start out and, and, and of course I'm talking to those who, who are Christians is to 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 I think to be clear concerning your faith, you know, your, in to have that uh, assurance of salvation, and to be, you know, very certain that you know you are a Christian. Yeah, and when you have done that, so you then obviously are making a resolve that you are going to be a Christian, and the. The work has got so many challenges, I think like many other careers, but more so the the medical career. And so it's important that you realize that uh, the road is rough and uh, it will be difficult, but it's important that you, you know where to run to for help. And so to be able to realize that on your own, you're weak and therefore commit your life to the Lord for sustenance and for guidance, every step of the way. And also, I think what I found most helpful is to be able to associate with other believers nearby. And so you you must uh, identify yourself with a a local church and be part and parcel of that group of believers because then you will have a home to go to uh, when things are hard and you have a, a group of people to encourage you uh, when again you, you're going through difficulties and you need to make certain decisions and so your work is important uh, your personal devotion uh, your personal commitment to god but also you need to uh, associate it with other believers uh, to be able to get some encouragement from them
0: catch you in the next one guys and always remember that you are the salt